0: a bad habit but better than you've ever had it you are rocking with the wednesday night a show the ae double dudes are here again on twitch.tv slash wrestling braid it's me josh custodio and the man of a hundred likes these zoobs, we are the sword and shield zoobs. i was asked on our other show monday night program this week who who which one is the sword and which one is the shield and i forget we get new listeners every week so zoobs, maybe as you we forget. go to you We ask how you're doing. Could you maybe uh, explain to people who is the Sword and Shield and explain also how you're doing tonight, Big Brother?
1: I'm doing well. No better place to be on a Wednesday night. Uh, And, of course, the answer to that, those in the chat who know will know. We are the Sword and Shield is the answer to that question. Um, I hope that answers the question about which one of us is the Sword and which one of us is the Shield. Uh, That's us, collectively.
0: When separated, there is no sword and shield.
1: <laughs> Correct. Yeah, he wouldn't be getting the sword, nor would you be getting the shield. You would be getting uh nothing. You are not you're getting no part of the package. Think uh, of us as a just heart
0: and a brain. You pluck either out of the body, we're really talking about a husk. You know.
1: That's right. Absolutely right. Um, although I don't know, I don't. People will then ask which one of you is the heart, which one of you is the brain, and I don't want to have to have that conversation either. Again. We are we're the heart and brain. We're the soul and <laughs> yeah, sword and shield. <laughs>
0: exactly. And on and on and on and on and on. <laughs> <laughs> welcome everybody to the wednesday night a show it's great to see you here uh interesting dynamite tonight very interested to hear from the people and you the zoobs on it but it's not just you and i on this venture tonight no he's back in his saddle he's the man behind the ones and twos he's looking ravishing tonight i would say uh hello to producer mr manny pie hi matt how are you doing tonight
2: i am doing great bud. if you guys are the right. sword and shield Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm maybe uh, in the game Dark Cloud, if you remember that. I do, Uh, yeah, sure. Probably in the second or third area, you're able to wield a giant frozen tuna um so you can now refer to me as giant frozen tuna
0: <laughs> the sword the shield and the giant frozen tuna are in the house tonight of course if you want to hear more from that you can always head on down to our sound alerts bar we would love if you did there's a million great sounds on there songs written by matt some really good stuff down there do give us a peek it's one way to support the channel of course zooms you know there's plenty of ways to do it another one is to drop a follow if you were here for the first time our follow has been going up lately hello to all the new brainiacs vod nation a very palpable part of this channel now uh, if you are here watching on delay the next day, I would really encourage you to drop a subscription anyway. I know we don't say your name aloud, but you can support the channel. I guess, I suppose, if you're watching VOD, you need one. So, a useless thing to say. Uh, but all the same, if you're here, you could gift a sub or you could drop an Amazon Prime. sub. So I guess I should say, uh, really say it, talk about the Amazon Prime sub zooms where they, they make you resub. You know how that goes.
1: Is first of all, it's free. The best part of the Amazon Prime sub is it's free. You've already got Prime. Amazon Prime uh, because Christmas is coming, let's be honest. Uh, and you got to get those packages in time. Better get your shopping. Josh, are you done your Christmas shopping?
0: Uh, oh, weeks ago, of course.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Who was <is> it? <laughs> but for those of you last minute shoppers, uh, Amazon Prime <laughs> allows you to get it basically same day, next day, to whatever it costs the environment and our future. They will get you that package now. You told
0: me I could get a package before Christmas still. still?
1: You get a package before the end of the show, I think. If you if you have <laughs> Amazon Prime, probably right. Yeah. You're you probably, probably do right. have that because you're you're a consumer. You deserve the best. You deserve it. You deserve it. Consume. And uh with that consumption subscription that you've signed up for, uh, you do get a free Twitch sub of your choice. Every month, every every single month that you have Amazon Prime, you get a free Twitch sub the channel. Maybe you maybe you don't use Twitch uh for anything else. You may as well give that to us. Uh, it doesn't cost you anything, and we get the money anyway. So it really, if you do it enough, it's like having I oh, a free Amazon Prime question mark. I think that math is right. it's correct.
0: Yeah, I think so. And if it's anyone's right. guilting you about it, you can just be like, oh I thought it was donating to the rainforest. That that's, that's on right.
1: me. That's right. I thought Twitch, Rainforest, Amazon, it's all one big package. Um and it's not. So uh yeah, that's it. Amazon Prime. And we've had people do that tonight. I do that and now I realized I realized I could do that. You're talking about Talk about gaming the old system, there, Josh. <laughs> put, put a little money in your own pocket. I get Amazon Prime. I'll, I don't mind if I do, you know what I mean? A little rebate, you know, I, a little,
0: I don't know if yeah, I do do that. I have a little dividend, I myself. anyway.
1: All the long story short is it does not auto renew like a regular sub does. and We love the regular subs, um, just as much, if not more. Um, but those auto renew the Amazon Prime. You have to redo it every single week. You will know because you won't be able to use the emotes anymore. And using the emotes, Josh, am I wrong? is fun all week long this isn't this isn't monday wednesday fun this is
0: tuesday morning fun this is saturday night fun you got it you can send it you got one of those iphones you yourself could be texting your friends the emotes so uh however you're doing it please subscribe to wrestling brain and uh thank you for the support is there anything else to get out of the way before we do what it is we do best around here
1: just wanted to say, talk about support. Seeing some buzz in the chat about Monday night program and Tuesday night program, WBCW uh, uh, on everybody's lips, on everybody's fingertips. I can't, I can't deny it. The Discord loves talking about
0: WBCW. The wrestling the start us. is a buzz with, with, and there are people <laughs> getting over uh, in my Discord. So uh, shout out to WBCW, which of course is our fantasy federation, which I appreciate you shouting out to Slack and I have been fostering it what do you have you done one of these promoter modes before Zoobs in I a have, game so i've not done it in the wrestling
1: i'm a i'm a chronic like i will play 15 20 years of a sports franchise right like right. i'll be in the whole league has retired and i'm like in my mind i'm retiring the jerseys of players that don't exist and the real like <laughs> yeah. guys that like, get drafted in 2027 that i like it's been they've been a guy for 12 years and it's like 40 and i'm like emotional gotta hang it up um I've done that a whole ton, and I will say – I'll let you explain what it's like to be on the inside. As a viewer, oh. um, it's almost like an earworm song, that WBCW, where you – you mm. the first – the you probably felt it. The first hour and a half, it was like, what is this? Like, we're looking at menus. We're not really doing anything here. And then Whoa. sticky Mickey is on the screen. Next thing Whoa. you know, you've been watching this thing for four and a half hours, and you're like, I gotta tell you, this main event. Yeah, yeah,
0: wow. Jack Howard is an over baby face. I wasn't sure I knew this could happen. So I couldn't
1: sleep. sleep. The the first night, I think I think the main event was Howard against Sticky Ricky or Sticky, sticky Mickey. Mickey. Yeah. I was like, I can't sleep after this. I gotta I gotta go for
0: a walk, take the dog out. I gotta hey, I'm <laughs> gonna smoke, I gotta cool down. So do join us at this same time slot. It's me and the great Andrew C Slack uh torque penderloin in the chat uh every monday night the same time slot as this but zooms i gotta tell you he and i are both pretty on fire about it i could see it happening a couple times uh over the weeks so uh stay tuned for more of that tons of fun tons of fun you, you, you don't know i'd be there i can't miss it and with all of that out of the way let's do what it is we do best around these parts zooms let's go to it you these zooms and you the brainiacs in the chat and ask you all On a scale of one to seven, with one being the worst and seven being the best. What do you, these zoobs, and you, the brainiacs in the chat, rate tonight's episode of AEW Dynamite? You didn't spend money on it, but you did spend time. Maddie, please hit the music. One, two, three,
1: four, five, six, seven. Come on. One, two, three, four, five, six,
0: seven, come on!
1: Some just hits. It just hits.
0: Does it hit different or just hit normally? It just hits, yeah. Okay, thank you. It it, it, it hits different live, right? Yes, yes, thank you. Zeus, you really are the great uh, cultural insight guy. I I love your take (laughs) on this exact sort of thing. Let's get to the scores here. Hey, my name is Will with a seven. Brickmittens with a five and a half. Torp or with a six. Sorry. Hey, my name is Will with a six. Brickman's with a five and a half. Turk Penderloin with a four and a half. Scootsbird with a one. Dorklo DDKL with a six. VZ with a five. Sevens offensive with a five. America So Bad with a five. Culture losing with a five. Kevsell with a four. I may have with a four and a half. I am doing this right with a five. Bob Rios with a four. Qui Gon Juice with a five. Sludge Williams with a four. G Richie with a four and a half. J. Retro with a six. He's with a five with a five and a half. Big Van Hughes with a four and a half. Cadenza with a four and a half. Hi, it's me with a four. Pacefall with a five. What's the average there? The lowest it in the wildlife starts
1: with a four, that's for sure. The average there, yes, uh, sure. I would say the average is probably a four and a half or four, seven, five, probably just short of a five. You had some people that came into the six range, you had a bunch of people that, that were in the fours, four and a half got a lot of talk. And I feel like the people who voted a few people who voted five looking at culture of losing, looking at Qui Gon Jin. I think some of the fives were people like didn't mean it with their heart five, and they're almost oh. like, I don't, I'm I almost, they're like, ah. this is a five i have to tell myself the opposite of saying
0: it with your chest hypnotizing yourself
1: yeah so would you agree with that as sort of the the consensus yeah
0: i think so too and maybe that's me projecting because that's where i am tonight i'm I'm certainly lower than the chat um i'm in i'm in the four camp i was i was close to the three seven five camp but we'll we'll, we'll show a little grace we'll say thank you for that main event we'll say thank you chuck taylor and big fucking mocks and and they can clear with a four tonight for me. Where are you on this one, Zeus? So
1: sometimes I come into this show and I, and I, not that it's a cause of concern, but I wonder it, how close I'm going to be to consensus in the chat. And I think we do a pretty good job being consensus with the chat. I am with you. I came into this, to, I came into this tonight and being like, boy, four, like, four is like me coming in here and really boy. sort of, sort of feeling nice about it. Not that it's a nice, but like, um, I felt my ultimate takeaway was like I'm not gonna rem- I'm gonna remember about 60 seconds of this show. I'm gonna remember. remember well, yeah, I'm gonna remember one thing from this show, and the rest of it. If someone was like, "Can I skip Dynamite this week?" I would say, "Yeah, for sure, you could." Um But not a Double Dudes. Of course not. No, this is where you get the goods. This is where yeah. you figure out uh, what's going on. This is where you yeah. get the A stuff.
0: Uh, even first- when it's you know when it's worse, I would say our show's even. Don't watch the show. Just spend more time listening to I us. Agree. Tell you. The show was bad.
1: yeah uh i agree um and just like i don't know forgettable sort of was, was, was sort of my vibe but just like yeah forgettable like some matches for the sake of having matches and i thought swerve uh was great um but for the most part i'm just like yeah didn't really think this was anything that i remember and then mjf with like a minute of screen time i was like well that was great everything else i was like yeah i'll probably afraid about this in a week
0: for me, the show kind of had this weird shadow over it, which was where are the elite, mm. um, like Blood and Guts happened last week. I forget, I think it was Trevor Dane, one of those big wrestling Twitter accounts, tweeted out if you watch the show, you would have no idea that uh, BCC was in Blood and Guts last week. Yeah. Like they're just here on the show, all over the show, wrestling big spots, and, and the elite are nowhere to be found, uh, despite being victorious.
1: Weird, strange, yeah, strange. It felt again, skippable is the number one word that comes to my mind when I think about this show. If I had to connect it into one word, this was like a skippable, and the Elite obviously thought so, too. They're like, yeah, we're not going.
0: Yeah, yeah, they thought it was a skippable Dynamite. You know who showed up to their show every week, which is a little, anyway. Uh, let, let's get to it. So he was looking at the Dynamite top to bottom. Uh, well, You know, it's, you can't look at Collision and not say that Brody King is there every week. It's, it's, it's really something. So great straight-edge people on that program. It's July 26th. It is AEW Dynamite. Here we go. Excalibur tells us right out the gate. I'm so glad I wrote this down because I, I could have easily forgotten this. And I think this <laughs> is uh, appropriate. The first thing that we hear tonight's episode framed as is blood and guts is behind us. And we are now on the road to Wembley stadium on the road to all in. And to me, zoobs that means we're going to get some match sure. announcements. That card's going to start to take shape. Uh, the Excalibur's thesis presented here not at all paid off on the show. No, nothing relating. You know, not that things from here couldn't end up on All In, but certainly no discussion of it on the show. I'll see you at Wembley. This kind of deal.
1: Yeah, on the road to Wembley. In the way that if we were going to Wembley, we would have like booked a hotel. It wouldn't be. We wouldn't be. We wouldn't be at the airport. Like, <laughs> all right. Next stop, we would be like, okay, we're going to go to Wembley right. a month yeah. and a half from now. That's haven't rented a car yet. It's not out of the group chat yet. The, the <laughs> t- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Refundable tickets, like we're we're on, not quite on the road, but yeah, uh, I, I thought sort of in that lack of anything to do that with that show. Not, not that I was like, they better set it up, but I was like, yeah, they sort of set that up at the beginning, and then like nothing really led to anything tonight. There was some, anyway. Yeah, a, a great reason. I'm glad you wrote that down.
0: Shout out to Brick Mittens and Am I doing this right? Both for subscribing at tier one,
1: lots of love and energy to you
0: both. Welcome to the Wednesday Night A Show
1: and Culture uh, of Losing uh, for, with Prime. Fourteen months. Sorry, you're, we did all that great. Nope. We did all that. We did like, quite frankly, like all time classic banter about the subs this week, and then didn't thank the people who subbed. Didn't thank the people who subbed.
0: So I, I got to make sure we lasso back on that one. Shout out to our social media producer Cadenza nailing it here. Maybe tonight was the road to the road to Wembley. Yeah, this was, the, this was the transit
1: stop on the way to get the car on the road to Wendley.
0: We go to the second, I think in two weeks, maybe the two, second in three weeks of a Darby Allen talks about a guy from his past who's here now video package. And Zoops, for a guy in Darby Allen who is not always the strongest promo, I think we both thought he came alive during the Four Pillars feud, not quite elevated up to MJF's level, but, you know, certainly higher than Sammy Guevara and Jungle Jack. However, I think when he is speaking with passion about something he cares about, I think I brought this up when he was doing it for Nick Wayne the other week, it's kind of easy as pie to him. He becomes a different kind of public speaker in that exact vein. And it wasn't a one-off with Nick Wayne because he's able to do it tonight Again with AR Fox, magically, I thought he made AR Fox seem like the best guy on earth when he was like, because you, you've maybe needed a hand when you're down before I've been there in my life before. And Darby Allen was there. He was wrestling, training and wrestling. He said, things were sort of going okay. I was training under AR Fox who had the best work ethic of anybody I'd ever been around, but I was living in my car in the parking lot or in a parking garage. Zubes, I've slept in my car in a parking garage before. Not for those sort of reasons. I drank too much on a night I was sure. planning on driving home and instead just fall asleep in the parking garage. They keep those fluorescents on all night. It's a horrible, horrible sleeping <laughs> night. And this is to say, he then says, AR Fox said, he didn't ask me to come live with him. He said, come live with me for free. Like I think we can all relate to how much that means in that moment to somebody who who is needs this safety net in in order to ascend. And Darby Allen did a really beautiful job painting Ar Fox as exactly that guy. And I thought Ar Fox probably had should have had something like this on his AEW debut because Darby Allen did a better job setting the stage, to make him seem like a big deal than anything so far. So uh, nicely done to Darby here, I thought too.
1: Yeah, I think uh, you nailed it with him speaking from the heart and and him. You know, sometimes this stuff can in wrestling can dip into acting versus like uh you know promo skill is a lot of different we say promo but like it's a lot of different types and there's a lot of different ways to do it and some mm. of them get a little acting i don't think that's where he excels i do think speaking from the heart speaking about himself speaking about his, his experiences um is clearly a lot better venue for him than being like top bad guy i'm gonna beat you because like you know what i mean it's just sort of not like beautifully said that's person, dead on so. I think uh, I think that works to his advantage here for sure, and I think a great uh, a great call out for you to sort of catch that this has sort of been a, a a direction that they're seeming to be happy to go with him and and using his star power um, to bring not only Nick Wayne but Ar Fox together. We have seen a little bit of and that has been around and has impressed. He's been in this company for I don't even I'll say six months; like he's been five. six Could months. It even he's be longer at this point. Yeah, so uh, I think meaningful, and I think you're you're dead you're dead on there. It would have been nice to have this all along, but. Um, heading into a title challenge makes a ton of sense, and I thought did
0: play really great. Point here from Hi, me, RL in the chat. This really felt the, like the 199th episode of Dynamite, which it was next week is episode yeah, 200, 100. which seems <laughs> we really should do something special for around here. They're going back to their old graphics package, maybe we need to do the same. Uh, that's that's all to say. Uh, that's a great shout by RL. It did feel that way. Also, really, Torque Penelope in the chat, Darby is stepping up, like that's just clear, He he is leveling up.
1: Yeah. And maybe I'll maybe I'll maybe I'll prep a, a single slide from, from from the original
0: on there. Maybe Matt could play the green day time of your life song on here. <laughs> yeah. That's a nice sort of, you know, they did it on Seinfeld, but whatever. Um that brings us to our opening match. It's Orange Cassidy versus A.R. Fox. And Zoobs, I, I didn't like this match very much. <laughs> uh it, it reminded me. Do you want to give your thoughts on it or can I talk for a minute? I'd love to hear what makes you say that. It made me think a little bit about what I like in wrestling watching this match, because there's just no doubt that both AR and OC are as smooth as it comes, as good as it comes. Pros, pros, right? Oh, what do you need me? I can do anything. These guys are such great refined pro wrestlers, but they're both so good that it almost becomes casual in the beginning. Like it's not cooperative, but it's like, it's so smooth that they're just, it feels like you're just sort of hopping around sometimes. And you know me i want i'm looking to get hooked into dynamite out the gate i sit down after work i'm off at 459 basically i'm racing to the tv i've got my cue cards and i'm ready for wrestling and nine times out of ten or six times out of seven if the, for the parlance of the day i <laughs> get what i'm looking forward to the opening match of dynamite and certainly for orange cats if jane's hitting that speaker, it's almost certainly it's going to be uh something i enjoy but this would be among my least favorite of his title defenses on this run the the ending was cool there were cool spots we can get into, of course. The Twisting Brain Buster, I think, a standout from from the match. But I had kind of a hard time connecting with this one. I thought it was just kind of casual in some ways. If you didn't see that in this match, Zoobs, have you seen matches like that before? Do you know what I'm describing? I think it sort of, to me,
1: plagues the first hour of this show, where it's just like, it's it's. it, it would be foolish of me to come on here and say it's not good wrestling. No. It obviously is. Exactly right. Like uh, I think I feel the same way. I I feel similarly, and people would disagree about um, the POC gravity. I'm just like these are just two guys who are they're good at wrestling, doing wrestling. But like, I'm getting zero out of this. Um, I I like this more than that. I, I I'm, I'm enjoying the continued arc of Orange. I know it's been a while they've been doing this, but like he's having to get to like more and more desperate tactics mm-hmm. uh, to put away you don't want to say lesser and lesser opponents, but he's certainly not at the top of the ladder of the quality of guy that he has fought. And he has like, it's, it's taken more out of him to beat an AR Fox. And uh, then we could say than it would have two or three months ago. And I, I, I enjoy that consistently in that gross, the growth, gross, that growth. <laughs> um, But, oh. uh, I, you know, I, I'm with you that like, I, I there's been a lot more, openings to the show that have hooked me and been like here we go this is a big big night this was to me sort of indicative of how i felt really throughout the first hour of the show
0: furthest thing from the end of the world but i just wasn't hooked by it let, let me throw a different question your way Zoob. something else i wrote down here during this match because the match wasn't fully holding my attention that ar fox darby allen video package that we saw do you think there's any chance that package is more effective if it's played last week promoing this week's match or is it better uh, to play right before the match?
1: I think it might have been better to play right before. I, I do see I see the logic there. Um, but I think you needed to double down on on AR Fox excitement. You would have had to do something today still. I don't think you could have launched right into the match and been like, this is what you've been waiting for the title match off the top. I think you would have had to put something there for him. Yeah. Um, and I don't know that there's a ton of other stuff to dig from it other than that.
0: I agree. It made me realize that some of my favorite Orange Cassidy moments have been when it's a clash of styles, not really people that you think. Kyle Fletcher is actually an exception to that, because I think you might pair them as sort of athletic cruiser types, and I thought they were great together. But I like the clash of styles, which is why I think the post-match here shows a lot of promise as big fucking mocks comes out and attacks Orange Cassidy. Of course, Orange Cassidy got involved last week and slugged his buddy Claudio Castagnoli with an orange punch. Wow, Zoobs. What did seeing Mox and Orange, not lock up, but in the ring together for a moment as he eats? Uh, quite a good uh, Dirty Deed, or a Death Rider, by the way. Mox has been going pretty soft on those lately. Not a poor Orange Cassidy. <laughs> probably could. Of all people, you could have given the softer one too. Spike's big orange. But uh, I, I'm pretty excited about these two presumably matching up. And this seems like a guy who could beat Orange Cassidy, right, soups
1: Yeah, as a guy that you would, I think you would expect to beat Orange Cassidy. I was uh, surprised. I was sort of, uh, I don't know, I was like confused. But I was like, huh, not what I expected. I expected, you know, what we've seen from Orange, which is clean win, uh, moves on, next thing, over and over again. Uh, um, so with that, I was, uh, I was pretty, pretty surprised. I will say it genuinely caught me off um, in a way that I didn't expect and don't usually
0: uh, get caught off. So credit to that very nice to see moments like that paid off. Like the BCC are such petty bitches. <laughs> you cross them. It's like, Oh, it's on. It's on forever. Like I'm never dropping this. Like and that time you cross any of them, which is wonderful. I should also mention there was a moment after the match where orange Cassidy gave his glasses to AR Fox and then AR Fox crunches them up and lariats orange Cassidy Darby Allen comes out to AR Fox. Like, what the hell are you doing, man? I'm like, I vouched for you, and now you're gonna go do this. So, so there was that moment too, which just paid off later. So, can't can't forget that. Uh, but yeah, the promise of Mox and Orange Cassidy, I think, is extremely promising because when you start to consider it, Orange is not fighting Mox; he's fighting the BCC as he's already so broken down. He starts to feel more and more like the deep underdog, and like this belt's gonna be Mox's if he wants it. Is that is that a read that you have, Zoops? Yeah, I think it makes
1: total sense, and it makes and it makes sense to go to where like the the law lo- i think it's like a, it's a logical point for the oc thing to hit with what they've been doing of like he's sure. more and more broken down he's more and more weak and those dogs in the bcc like they sense a, a wounded animal and it's like it's easy gold um they, they could hang at the top of the food chain i think it does make a lot of sense in that way um it doesn't take a lot it doesn't take a lot to write you there and, and sort of um you can see in in their thought process; they would they would be less intimidated by the the gang of guys in, uh best friends sort of stopping them from from pulling this off. I do like the idea of like it being Mox as if he wants it. Does he choose to? I don't want to say elevate, but does he choose to start carrying that belt around and 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 take it worldwide and have that be part of the part of the puzzle? I think that's uh that could work for me. That, that could, and, and like I think it feels like a a worthy. Uh, growth of the belt right o- oc has done the work to get the belt to that level where a guy like mox even would um be involved with it even hypothetically so i think that's a really good sign for how the belt has
0: been rehabbed much like orange cassidy potentially john moxley i'm going to take your point and run with it here Zoobs, because i i was thinking it's one of the only people on the roster i mean this one i mean when i'm saying this one of the only people on the roster who could still feel like belt elevation after this orange Cassidy run? How many guys could you name that feel that they could still elevate this belt after orange? Five, ten? Like it's it's not many more than that. And seeing Mox there made me think, wow, there's still they are really building the hell out of this title in a way that is impressive. If Mox is holding that after the run OC's been on, there's a legitimate question about that belt versus the world title during MGF's run. Legitimate question to be had.
1: Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's some great work done. That is that, honestly some great work done. And I'd be into it, man. i be into that, be into the week in, week out mocks defending a, uh, you got to come
0: get it belt. That's awesome. Dude, who could take that belt off of him as long as he still has BCC? Yeah. Doesn't feel like there's anybody. Awesome. Awesome. We go backstage and Donk Alice is trying to convince Jericho into a match where he'll team up with, of course, the first member of the Callis family, Kenosuke Takeshita, against daniel garcia and sammy gavari saying chris come on you know you're saying these guys need to learn a lesson to, to separate from you what better way could there to be to do that than this and jericho sort of hums and haws and then Calla says hang on before you decide i got you something and it's a painting of the two of them with their trainer behind them and a beautiful, very beautiful painting obviously and jericho sort of reluctantly goes all right don i accept I'll join soup and I'll face off against my former Jericho appreciation society members in Danji and Sam G. What do you think here? Zoobs? is, is this the right move for Chris Jericho leaving the JAS?
1: I mean, what a master Don Callis is at this uh, big donk. So good. He's just so good at it. It's, it's like crazy. I, I, I it's hard to believe that this guy has just been, at this and like in lesser companies just sort of like to put it put it violently, like doing great work in lesser companies and like never had this level of um exposure of like man the guy's just like a master at this it's like crazy how good he is like everything lines up everything there is there's a reason for everything he does Mm. and it's like so top level um i'm just so impressed with Don. uh i think the jericho stuff is like not even my favorite thing that he's done by a long shot but like he knows how to he very clearly knows how to play the Jericho notes and like knows how to appeal to all the different sides of Jericho I've been really impressed um, with it he he weaves into the Jericho comedy he weaves into the Jericho ego of being the goat he weaves into the history he's got the old stuff he's got the frame photos Um, I think it's great I really do
0: I don't have much to add. I think Callis makes a very compelling argument to Chris Jericho, enough that it's believable that Chris would make this decision. And ultimately, that's what this all hinges on. So yeah, really well said. Yeah. I like this next kind of thing. We get Hook. He's sitting in the underground, I guess, in New York. A subway pulls up. We don't see anything besides the subway. It pulls away. Hook is no longer there. And the Hook logo pops up. And that's all this is. I don't think Hook needs... This is sort of a unique thing that Hook can do. This is a space that do cool little stylistic 10-second videos. It's good throwaway stuff on this show. Impossible to really expand on it, but I thought it was nice. Yeah, it was cool.
1: He loses the title, and then he's alone, and then he's gone. It's sort of there's three yeah. three trains go by. That's cool. This, this to me, is better than camera in his face, and he, he cuts a Jack Perry you're going to get. Like, just, it's, 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 it's just different, and it's a... Uh, oh, oh,
0: yeah, that's that very basic stylish unique storytelling like that can be hooks he's gone back to new york city and i miss him already because the guy who's still here is jack perry and before we do this discussion zooms i hope you don't mind but i'm gonna get to our first three keep it or kick it to the evening let's do it because this discussion i don't want to frame it so it's simply this prompt keep it <laughs> oh and i should say i should say the rules of course keep it or kick it all you got to do you you say I'm going to say the prompt keep it means you like it kick it means you hate it it's just that simple here we go here's the prompt it was a very simple one ready on the music Maddie. keep it or kick it this prompt jack perry okay <laughs> okay it
2: kibek kekki bek kekki bek 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 kibek
0: kekki bek kekki bek kibek 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 kekki bek kekki bek kibek
2: kekki bek kekki bek kibek kekki bek kekki bek kibek kekki
1: so let's read them through full disclosure uh oh wait i'll give my thoughts at the end i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to give it away uh okay i am a happy I am, yeah, n- no disclosure at all. Uh, <laughs> I am Ahab, kick, VZ, keep, sludge, Williams, pace, fall, and scoots, broto, kick, keeps from him, my name is Will, and Dark Lord DKL, kick from, am I doing it right? Keep from VanderHuge, keep from C755, kick from Tor Penderloin, keep from Culture of Losing, kick from Cadenza. One of each from the parents of Mr. 50k. That's fair. There's just two of them. Uh, America is so bad with a keep. I think we're You're pretty close to middle middle there. You might be one keep over the line, but it's, it's she's a split right there. Polarizing, if you will.
0: Well, you teased it there, Zeus. Where would you be on this one? And you're not allowed to do like my parents and just say both. That's cheating. That's not how the game works. That's not saying anything. <laughs> well, there's two of them. There's two of them. There's two of them. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Uh, well, I thought you're this saying was bad. my dad might have kept it and my mom. Yeah. Okay, I see. Okay. Correct.
1: So, full disclosure, I thought this event was bad. Uh, and I think most of it's been pretty bad. So, I think I am kicking. I feel like I went to this point, this place already, and we, and we like, overall kicked Jungle Boy. Um, I just don't know that he's good at uh, this, really. Frankly. Maybe I'm being too harsh. I didn't like this very much in terms of, like... Someone someone playing a bad guy wrestler. And there's so many guys that are so good at this yeah. in this company. Where it's like, this is a guy playing a wrestler versus like a wrestler. You know what I mean?
0: This is somebody playing a bad guy wrestler is really... I don't know that I could put it in a nugget better than that. I, I just feel like I don't need any more evidence. And he doesn't get any more mileage. This is the relationship between Jack Perry and I now. And I hate... like. I don't want to be one of these online Dinkos being like, whining all the time. But uh, this guy and I, this is just not going to be for me. Uh, I don't think he has it, at least in terms of connecting with me. I didn't like much of the Christian feud. I I didn't like much of the Luchasaurus feud. I I liked the other sides of it. Uh, And now here, it feels just every step of it couldn't feel more forced to me. He comes out, he's got the orange shorts on, he's got the I-Beat Hook shirt on, uh, so he's dressed like Hook. The crowd is booing him, which is great. And he says, Hook can't hang, he's vain, but you know what? This belt is what's really worth nothing. And like, well, you okay. But then I did like that he addressed formerly, he's like, oh, when I said a singles title, I didn't mean this piece of shit. But he doesn't pull any of this off. Like, it's well, like... There is the story is okay, but it, it, it's the delivery is not at all because what they're doing here is they're building Jack Perry versus ECW, and it's like, God, man, like most guys from ECW, they, they found the one guy in ECW who couldn't talk circles around Jack Perry, <laughs> they, they, they got Jerry Lynn out the back. I was like, hang on, who, who won't absolutely flamethrow this young man? Uh, and was on the ECW roster and alive. That's already a list of like two or three names. Okay? <laughs> uh, here comes Jerry Lynn. And and I don't know, man. I just was. And who's got more nostalgia for ECW than me? No kidding.
1: I, I, I have you upper tier people that I know that have plenty of time for it
0: but uh yeah this nothing nothing going on here is for me even if I can recognize that on the page this probably looks like good well-written stuff. Hey you're dumping on hook his dad's taz you've dumped on that title. We have Jerry Lynn in the back deliver these lines but in execution, I just don't see it in uh, in Mr. Parrot.
1: It doesn't really make sense there is there, there is a way to like there is you're right there is some paper trail that but like having a beef with ECW in 2023 makes no sense. You sure. Right. How old is Jack Perry? 20 I think he's youngster, right? 26? I was going to say 28, but yeah, maybe 28? something around there. So he's born in 1995, is what we're saying. Youngster. <laughs> like, well, how mad could he be at ECW? It's like four years old when it was on. <laughs> born, <laughs> born
2: in 1997, 26 years old. So Nicely there you go,
1: Very Wasn't nice. ECW doing pay-per-views in 1997?
0: Yes, they were. Uh, so, <laughs> like, <it's... laughs> okay. Here's the so here's, here's the entire life. ECW's here's the only question has not been around. Only question that matters here, okay? And I'm gonna ask it to you, Zoobs, and the chat. Are we getting a Taz match? Yeah, I think we are. I think we are. But also, like we've already done that.
1: Like you were, you. I know this is one of your favorite nights of wrestling ever. Like we already did the like ECW revival angle. Like even that was like ten years ago.
0: Yeah, true. Specifically, Taz didn't wrestle on it though. There is a Taz match. (laughs) Again, I would wish it wasn't against Jungle Jack. I wish it was against Hook. Really. Um, but I don't know. Do you just tag
1: match or they do one on one? They do a tag match.
0: Yeah, gotta be, right? I don't
1: know that you you, you can, can have Taz. You get him uh, out of retirement to tag with his son. I think that makes yeah. sense.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. Who does
1: Jungle Boy bring? I guess Healuchasaurus could make some sense. Yeah, uh Christian, you, you
0: find it. You find. Oh, it, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody who was tangentially involved. I w- again, I just wish it was somebody who wasn't Jack Perry because a Taz match is something I could get excited for. But And it's not lack of evidence. I've seen hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of Jack Perry at this point. And I just don't think he is at the level of other people on the show as it comes to connecting as a character in promo, which is fine. But they use him as a promo guy, not a wrestle guy. He never wrestles on television and he always promos and is in some skit and bit. And it's the opposite of what he should be doing. It should he should, you know, turn that on its head. Well, what does Missy Elliott say? Back it up reverse it, all that stuff. Yeah. Go to Missy on this one. Anyway, not for me. What about Raven with Jack Perry? as uh, it's MRL. I mean, God. So it wouldn't make sense because he hates ECW. So, you, oh, you mean as a, against each other? Yeah. Yeah, sure. I mean, oh, I'm sorry, thinking, Jack Perry
1: with Jack Perry with Raven against Hook and Taz.
0: Okay, I don't know why if he hates ECW, he's teaming with Raven. But Raven could really help him on the on the whole, a guy right? from
1: ECW, right? I think it's sort of the the
0: you're doing there, who's heel and hates ECW now, and yeah. Uh, like, else, well, I think Raven else... is a phenomenal talker that could really help because Taz will set Jungle Perry's ass on fire if it's a one v one promo. He will he will busta him from left to right.
1: Who else is a capable Rob Van Dam? Who else is a capable? Yeah, that's what I was talking about. I was like, who else is even capable there? When
0: you see Jerry Lynn and you think of like Jungle Jack, maybe like Snare Trap holding on forever, you think of RVD coming in for the save, right? Uh, who will? Yeah, okay. I know a guy the stand man do they have a philly date on the calendar coming up does anybody know or they just were there weren't they
1: Is Dreamer still out there kicking around oh hardcore yeah, probably. So you like, don't, don't like know. ECW? Well, it wasn't <laughs> that good anyway.
2: <laughs> I like how my Sandman is just Harvey Firestein. <laughs> <laughs> they um, just had they
0: just had Sabu.
2: Yeah,
1: they said Sabu. Uh, me, I, I you hate to even say it aloud, but you could technically, you could probably get Bully Ray if you
0: really needed to. Yeah, I don't hate that for like a one-off where he loses. Yeah, but again, he, he's going to get Jack Perry cheered. You could, Bully Ray
1: enough of a it's, – it's so funny he Jack Perry cheered. It's like Bully Ray has been a <laughs> shitty heel in a different company for so much longer than he was over at, <laughs> in ECW.
0: It's so true.
1: <laughs> that whole Bully run Ray. is like four years, and then there's like he's been a shit TNA top-of-the-card heel for like 15
0: years. <laughs> it would be no more known, though, if he did it on this program instead of where he has done it. So uh, that explains anyway. that.
1: Sorry, I, I know I just derailed us with who in ECW. No, that's okay. No, I one. love
0: questions like that. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Uh, so Sabu, Sandman, Raven, RVD, RVD. Dreamer, RV Dreamer is definitely on that list. It, well, it depends if Tony has seven hundred and fifty dollars or not. But but assuming he does, Dreamer's <laughs> on that list. And I'm sorry, I mean, so, these are jokes for nobody. Our one of our local fans has Dreamer like all the time, and I'm always like, he must charge nothing. Like
1: this is the, this is the now that you've got uh, the wrestling brain. Fed in Fire pro you got you got exactly how much it would take. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the signing dreamers. bonus plus the
0: <laughs> dream rates. Saying no to Slack and we'd ha- I, we'd have to put him much. in
1: a showman match. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Britt Baker is surprised that Taya Valkyrie called her out. Taya, you want to swim with the sharks? Welcome to the deep end. I thought that was a good promo from Britt Baker here, setting up her match with uh Taya Valkyrie later on this night. Sure, we're starting to yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, again, we talked about last week. Nice to have her on the show, period. But starting to hit this, like, are we doing anything here with the with the like? Nope. The answer is no. We're not. Three years,
0: two hundred episodes. Where's Did Chris Statlander? Crazy. Uh, okay, Gravity versus Pac. I saw some people online not getting the joke. I'm going to explain it. I've always been a wrestling fan forever. I see some people like love to not explain stuff in wrestling. Like, there's this knowledge thing. Where it's like, oh, I've been watching the longest. It sucks. So- if you've watched as much WWE as me, you should wear it as a badge of shame as I do. I I'm a f- I try to not bring it up, you know. But in New York, Pac was Neville, the man who gravity forgot. Of course, dude was referring to how great at high flying he was and his his red arrow finish and all this. So tonight, Tony Khan just based off that gag, Pac is fighting the Luchador Gravity. So so now Gravity is remembered Pac, and they have a match that I must say I, I am nor Pac. Nor gravity, but I will not be remembering zoobs. This, this is fine. I thought Pac looks amazing. He is like Eddie Guerrero title run level, j- jacked like wide man yoked right now. I think Pac looks fantastic. Yeah, uh, gravity not for
1: me. Not it's just not it's just not for me. Um, Send zoobs to space. We have this. Uh, we have this thing that they've been doing. Tony likes the lucha. I get it. Um, but like the more the more you see of it, the less you're like. You know, the first time you see Vikingo, you're like, "Holy fucking, this is crazy." First time you saw Commander, you're like, "Oh, it's pretty, pretty wild." And like, you have a different guy come through every week for like ten weeks. By the end, you're like, "All right, well, we get like, it's just not for me. It's just not for me." And, and I still it's, it's, have please. Bandito, like a class above all those guys too. Like, I'm more interested in seeing Bandito than any of them. But even, to that point, right? That's like that's literally five different guys. Not to paint them all with the same brush, because there are differences and there are things. But like, give me a. I need like a barrel chested luchador. You know what I mean? Like there's Watch more the than, there's more than the one kind of luchador guy. I really think there is uh there really is some there's room for me there. But yeah, it's uh it's just not for me. I just I just not really uh I, I like the I like the change of pace of of lucha in my show. Didn't I don't need to constantly be having it or I would be watching the much, much worse uh shows.
2: Zoobs, quick counterpoint for you. There is a very notable Barrel chested luchador that you also notably don't like. <laughs> An-
0: Who's that?
2: Andrade. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's... bigger than that. I mean, like a.
0: Andrade real also fucking... isn't like. He is a luchador, but he doesn't like wrestle this stuff. If Andrade yeah. was in this match, if it was Andrade Pac tonight, it, it wouldn't feel the same. Oh, yeah, so fair cool. enough. Yeah, I would fair enough that. that.
1: But again, that's less about his. That's even less about his straightforward wrestling style as it is. Ooh, look at that that
0: is eating something i am so jealous of right now
1: no kidding you talked earlier he's, he looks vibrant he's, his lights are on usually he's just sitting in the dark that might I'm be like, it that's
2: just like, well, like
1: what that's just for what's you guys? going on over there Nice right. lights on smiling eating good stuff
0: pox kicks look good like rl points out gravity hits the moonwalk at one point which lots of dancing on these show the last couple of weeks but the moonwalk is obviously impressive is, is, can you moonwalk i cannot no Me neither no too heavy and on I my don't... feet yeah, some people can, though. No doubt about that. Gravity's one of them. Uh, Pac, of course, picks up the win here as BCC watches from backstage, remembering that he walked out on them at Blood and Guts last week. And now we get a shot in the arm, Zoobs. Renee is backstage with Better Than You, baby. Cole and MJF are here, two of the guys that always bring the excitement to the show. And MJF goes machine gun mode on FTR attacking everything from cash's hair to Dax's cadence. He beats these guys up and down. Adam Cole just sort of like looks at him glowingly. He's like, Oh wow. This guy can just sort of get the thing done. His impression. He's like, Dax. I am so tired of your Yosemite Sam looking Mr. Clean ass. I love my daughter. I love this business. (laughs) I thought this was just really fantastic stuff from MJF. Cole says, listen MJF I got to, or listen Max I got to tell you I have actually grown to really like you you're one of my best friends over the past couple weeks like I I can't believe how much I actually like you I'm not coming for that world title like I want I am committed to this tag team I want you to know you can put your mind at ease And then MJF goes you know what Adam I'm gonna give you another shot at this title because that I know how much it means to you let's go win those tag titles and then I'm gonna give you a shot at this belt and then who charges in But Mr. Charisma, (laughs) here's the guy everybody's fighting to hang out with. This this is a love triangle where it's like 33, 33, 33%. This is shared (laughs) equality across all three of them. As Roderick Strong runs in and he says, you can't be falling for this, Adam. What's going on? He's freaking out. And I did actually think Roddy did good here. He was, I'm just being an ass. He was spouting off in a good way. Cole says, Max, give me a second. I got to talk to him. And he says, Roddy, you know I love you. But you're going crazy, man. You sound insane. I'm just going out there to win tag team titles with these guys. So, the, you know, we're in much of a... He, Roddy Strong's the Wardlow here, right? To the to the MJF Punk feud. Roddy's the guy we're bringing along and maybe trying to slingshot along the way.
1: God, I hope not. I hate Roddy Strong. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, much like Wardlow, it might be a wasted effort. But. Nobody
1: wants to... <laughs> Nobody's clamoring to hand with you, Roderick Strong. Uh, default call he gets called in this oh, year wow, wow. by by uh, MJF. It's the only thing he says to him, uh, so good, so so biting and perfect. A couple weeks after the wrestling video game, uh, intro, sort of a nice little little way to put it in there. Um, I'm just not, you know, Roddy Strong is the least interesting part of this for me, and I'm not getting any of the like Wardlow rub. Um, I don't want Roderick Strong involved at all. I don't care that he's involved at all. It looks like an idiot with his neck brace
0: and sucks. Let's see where the people are on excitement levels as we get to our second of three keeper kickets or kick tonight. Everybody ready on the button. Matty ready on the music. It's this prompt. This Saturday night, July 29th, Adam Cole and MJF should beat FTR for the AEW World Tag Team Titles. Keep it Kick it. Okay it. Keep it. OK, it.
2: Keep it. Keep Keep it. 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 Keep Keep it.
0: Keep it. Keep it. Keep it. I rarely say this. My drink might be too cold. Oh, boy. And There's no way out. There's nothing you can
1: do. Not a thing. You can do breathe hot air onto it? Foolish. (laughs) Uh, We'll take a look the question. Should Better Than You Bebe beat... FTR uh this weekend, Saturday night. It's alright for fighting. Uh heights BRL, kick it. Cadenza, kick it. Sludge Williams, kick it. Torque penderloin kick it. Hey, my name is Will. Keep it. I am Ahab, kick it. Pace foul, keep it. America is so bad. Keep it. C 55 kick it. Kev Cell, kick it. Darkley DKL, kick it. Defender Huge, kick it. quagga and juice, kick it. Culture of losing, kick it. BZ, kick it. Bobby Burritos kicks it. The parents of Mr. 50k kick it and then they gift out a sub.
0: Thanks, mom and dad. Love you guys
1: to Nate Nam. Um. Talk Pick about up.
0: supporters, Zeus. So my parents are in the house tonight.
1: Boy, I mean, they're voting in the polls, they're gifting out subs. Gonna start watching Dynamite. They, they gave birth to one of the hosts. Like, what haven't they done? You know, they what I came mean?
0: to my appearance at NEW the other night.
1: They were in the crowd when he took the spear. I mean, geez. I know please. we can't get
0: too off track, but I do just have to say, my mom, like coming to grips with having to boo me, was a very funny discussion. That's
1: that's ball, as they say. That's just being a good fan. <laughs>
0: that is ball. I should I should have just said that. I should have said, mom, that's ball.
2: Just tell her uh, next time if she needs to boo her son, just whisper "I love" and then say the word "you." You're just saying you
1: love them. I mean MJ's parents find a way, they bring signs, they find That's a true. way. They get it done. Uh yeah. So so I think I'm picking this as well. I think this has been very good and this is one of those things like it's been a highlight of the show no question for for quite a while. Uh the last 4 weeks in a row I would I would probably say um
2: are you going to do it? <laughs> Uh <laughs> nah, you gotta
0: get to the keeps and kicks. I mean I'll I'll,
2: I'll step in as a producer, Cal Halbert. Sure. Thanks so much for the comment. We really appreciate it. It is, however, AE double dudes, so we will not thank be you. taking any random questions completely out of the blue about something we do not appreciate it, uh, care about. Appreciate but, but it though. Thank you. Uh yeah. So
1: Since I am sort of wonder about your <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel like the FTR is probably a more important long-term thing. This has been great. Um, but I feel like you are g- the 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 end goal of this, right? Ultimately, as funny as this has been, is MJF against Adam Cole having as yes. much momentum as it possibly can be for the big shows, and they do have to do that eventually. And I think you have to give them also time to turn it the other way. I hope so. I would probably kick it. Though I would, I would get to say, I would love to see it. I would love, I would love to have this keep going for another month. But I think that's part of the reason why they have to get rid of it.
0: I don't really think you should ever break that rule of the two singles guys beating the tag team. You know what I mean? However, MJF being such a known cheater and the world champion gives you an out there where it's like if MJF just flagrantly cheats, there is there is a way you could do it. I probably wouldn't go there. I think you could still accomplish everything you need to accomplish with those guys without them holding the tag team titles. Like MJF holds the world title. You don't need any more tokens in play to make this a meaningful feud. So yeah, I, I would kick it as well. Good, though. Good deal. Again, I think
1: most people that are saying kick would love to see them win it anyway. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. I, think I don't that's think that's anyone... thing.
0: If the prompt was, do you all enjoy MJF and Cole segments, I think it would be all keeps. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Renee Young is vaccinated Or Renee Paquette, sorry, former co-worker of the Zoobs. And, and you think you think about that. You think about what the Zoobs has done for me, and you think about what Zoobs has done for Renee, and you start to wonder... This guy's like that good luck Chuck for for everything. Right? Yeah, right. Everything everyone but me seems to be seems to be the rules. Come on, you're right here with me. You're in the muck, <laughs> right where I belong. I love it here. I love this channel. Uh, and I gotta say, Dax and Cash did not match how good MJF was in their promo here. I did like Cash going in on the. the you know, this is sort of a trope in movies that I enjoy, but it's cool to see a wrestler. Uh, Resa pointing out, the cash is pointing out us, Adam Cole. Eventually, there's all these people Or sorry, who, who else does he name? Or oh, sorry, he talks about the pinnacle. Goes to the pinnacle members, Wardlow, and he's like, you, anyone who gets to know, oh, and then punchline, fiance. Anyone who gets to know you leaves you, like anybody who knows you well. Once they know the real guy, they say, not for me. And I did think that was a compelling point made by Cash, but then he's just like, you know what, you are MJF. You're an ass kisser and we're an ass kicker and we're ass kickers. How on earth is MJF an ass kisser
1: to who? True.
0: Who's yeah. an ass? Um, MJ- I, I can't think of somebody in the company who's less of an ass kicker, ass kisser than MJF. It's just not an <laughs> accurate insult at all. It, it would be like me saying, oh, the zooms, you're so short. You, you can't do anything. You're like five, two. You're like, what are you talking about? That's not even insulting. Like, it's not, I'm, I'm not, I'm nowhere near that.
1: Yeah, hilarious, hilarious thing to to point to him at. You're so right. Like the ass kisser is like couldn't be further from the couldn't be further from it. From it's hilarious.
0: Well done. Then Dax chimes in. I'm not all gimmicked up like you, MJF. I thought that was a funny line for some reason. Uh, he says, I saw your dancing the other week. Yeah, nice dancing. Nice thanks for thanks for your dunking on tag team wrestling and making a joke of it. I like that somebody's taking him to task for that stupid dance contest. So I suppose I like what Dax was saying here, but ultimately I just thought that mjf oh sean everyone else in this uh promo sequence by quite a bit not that they were together but they're about the same feud and contrasted
1: yeah it's crazy um we talked about it before but he has so many gears it's crazy singing singing dancing deadly serious blood feud humor uh you know, this sort of the great line that he toes tonight, where it's like it, it is deadly serious blood feud, but it is, but like it's drenched in like real humor of how you actually would, yeah, like make that's fun right. of a guy in a funny way. Um, but like in a way that would piss off the one person you're talking to and nobody else, everybody else would laugh. And that's what pisses them off so much. Um, really impressive. He's a, he's a really like, he is the best part of this show. And it's so, so, so the chasm is so wide. Uh, it's bananas.
0: We jump in to Swerve Strickland versus Darby Allen. I was very excited for this. they their PNW feud. Very well known. These guys, longtime opponents. And I wasn't enjoying Dynamite a ton up to this point. I thought this was good. I was definitely able to get into it. It was the best match on the show so far for sure. But I don't know that it blew me away. I can get into it sort of blow for blow here but i wanted to check in with you was this me sort of because sometimes i'll give the show too much credit because i like the momentum of it and i can overlook stuff was this me being too hard on it because i had been a little bit stiff on the show before
1: no i think we're in i think we were in the exact same mindset we were like yeah this gets me going and on a great show maybe this really really pops obviously darby is just fucking nuts with the bumps he's willing to take on the superplex to the apron the outside it was just like man that's it's a bananas move to take on TV um, for no real reason. I thought the right the right call to give Swerve a win. He sort of has had too many like yeah. important feeling losses lately, and and Darby is a guy that you can you can give a loss to, and you you it furthers things. And not the biggest thing in the world to have AR Fox join a join the Embassy, but it's something um, you know. I think uh, I think worthwhile. It's, it's worth it's definitely the highlight of the show to this point uh, in terms of in ring, other than the MJF promo thing. Um, definitely that for sure i
0: thought there was a very cool moment early on the outside is uh, outside swerve goes to attack him darby dodges the move but then swerve sees the dodge stops attacks differently darby slaps and then hits a code red it's just like a very thoughtful like the, the, what they're trying or what they successfully do there is sometimes trying to be emulated in ways that feel very like fancy and that was like very in the moment like two guys who actually know oh you went for that or you went for this it's uh and there is a difference there and i thought that it was clear that we've worked together before in this exact moment Uh, and to say nothing of the code red itself which looks fantastic just like you said abundantly painful There's a code red on the floor i don't know three four (laughs) five minutes into this match i can't imagine i I hope this comment doesn't sound weird because I'm not trying to pretend to be something I'm not. I am the furthest thing from a pro wrestler or a super athletic person or anything not the of the fur- Not the
1: furthest thing from a pro wrestler. I mean, but, people that have, people taking zero bumps that are further than you.
0: But in the days of taking the bumps to take the one I took and then the day of taking three to practicing it and then doing the thing, I was like blown away at how sore I was. And I know ev- I shouldn't be because we everybody talks about it. It's like, oh, you're throwing yourself at plywood like it. And again, I'm not conditioned for it in the way pro wrestlers are, but I was like genuinely shocked on the Sunday waking up like, oh my God, like I am sore, sore. So I don't understand somebody like Darby Allin. It makes makes zero sense to me somebody like Darby Allen who can do this, the Falcon arrow. And then like you say, the superplex to the apron and the code right on the floor, all within 10 minutes of each other and know where they are in the match and have a hundred things in mind. It's just, it's deeply, deeply impressive. I barely understand it.
1: He's, he's wild. Uh, Yeah. As you said, these guys are a great match together. They're, they know each other inside and out and backwards and forwards and up, up and down. Uh, It's, it's, it's great. And I think on a, I think on a, on a great show, this would have stood out uh as really great i think this was uh, unfortunately a a pretty dead first hour um gets you here and you're like yeah here here this this had opened you know maybe we have a different conversation
0: there are these moments that are like micro titsy and aito that swerve does now where he like snaps out he gets more aggressive he loses his cool belts the guy with the kick i really like that character wrinkle it's not quite orange cassidy it's not Titsy and Ito. it's not built up to be that much but i see it it's like he has these more aggressive loses his cool moments that i really appreciate and i thought he got to the show them off nicely in this match totally agree with you that having sort of win the match was the right call i feel like he's been i like him wrestling on tv more lately but i think he has lost all of the matches if i'm not mistaken so nice for him to get a big meaningful win like be- beating darby isn't uh nothing and in a good match so yeah good stuff for sure
1: and doesn't we said it a million times? Darby
0: not hurt by the loss here in the slightest. Never, it's fantastic, man. This is where we get the announcement for Dynamite 200 next week, and they show us the retro graphics. You remember these zooms? The yeah, what, poofs of sand of color. What do you call that? Yeah, dude? paint balls or
1: whatever you want to call it. Yeah, little paint explosions.
0: It's funny because you think of A or I shouldn't speak for you. Correct me if you don't agree. I I feel like I shouldn't like AW feels new to me. Like, oh there's no there's nothing nostalgic about aw for god's sakes it's it's the newest thing going nothing's newer than aw. it just happened just started aw. and then you see how far we've got but i actually do feel like this heartenedness for this era of aw that i think is leagues weaker than it currently is but i don't know i was kind of happy to see those paintball explosion colors again how do you feel about seeing that package
1: yeah, I mean you 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 as you say, you feel nostalgic for it and you remember the sort of the infinite possibility, the infinite promise that it had. Um, a lot of it being stuff that we did get and are getting and are experiencing in our in our now, like, yeah, it's gotten a little rote, it's gotten a little stale. But like at that time, the idea, right, of Koda Ibushi was on the show last week. Yeah. We, fucking Okada was on the show a month ago uh it's insanity <laughs> like they did osprey against omega in toronto and we were there like it's 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 crazy um how far we are from there to here and how much of that promise was um seemed impossible how much of it's come true it it is sort of it does make me feel nostalgic look, look at us look at this show We've got a million people on this show now
0: it's amazing you look at some of the old clips i my, my hair's grayer now seems
1: yeah i'm full of youth and, and bright eyed back then hope <laughs>
2: autumn can we get some uh, editing in post uh josh just wants a little bit darker uh yeah just you know if you could just like color correct
0: ding <laughs> I need 10 pounds out of my fat fucking face too so can we get 10 really pounds
2: out of uh his uh no i'm not gonna say it <laughs> you should have oh I, I know i was i was, thought, yeah, I was yeah, yeah. going through it it would have been funny but i was just like well i'm a lot fatter than you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yours doesn't just go
0: face. <sighs>
2: yeah, mine goes straight to. <laughs> no, I'm lean I'm, I'm right now. I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> a uh,
0: we this interruption is interrupted by Ar Fox attacking Darby Allen. Nick Wayne tries to help, but no soup as swerved Strickland is helping him. And Ar Fox joins Mogul Embassy. I like this choice a lot.
1: Yes, yeah, listen. It's not a mage like. It's, Oh my God! They got like you know what I mean. It's it's a it's a good fit. It's a nice fix. He's like, their Juice Robinson. Think, yeah, that's pretty high praise for what we've seen. Positionally, in, you know, uh, not yeah.
0: provenly yet.
1: Sure, in, in terms of like because Bang Bang Gang is like up here, and Mobile Legends is a little bit below it. I think you can he's that maybe same percentage downgrade. Um, I don't think anybody is coming out of this and being like, whoa, mobile, there was a mogul embassy. Like, I would love for it to happen. I like everybody involved. That just like, doesn't strike me as nearly as impactful as, uh, I don't know, any other faction that exists in this company, really.
0: Renee is backstage with the entire JAS, uh, or sorry, not uh, Sam G, but the, the rest of the JAS are backstage. And and I gotta tell you, as I run this down, it might not sound that good, but I actually thought the segment was really nice and well performed by everybody involved. And maybe besides Tay Country, who uh, Jericho's pregnant. like, pregnant. yeah, Jericho's like, hey, what do you guys want, man? And they go and they go, Chris, you know, what's going on here? Like, obviously, you're leaving. Like, you're you're not doing so good. Uh, he's like, no, no, hang on. No, no, uh, Tay, how's the baby? And she's like, the baby's fine. I'm like, but, but we need to know what's going on here. Angelo Parker takes out his comb and he goes, Jericho, you gave me this. And he sort of hands it to him. He's like, but I'm not going to give it back yet because I'm not so sure you're going all down that lane. Then I thought Anna Jay was really good here saying you're extremely selfish. Like we have appreciated literally you for a year. And now I'm wondering if you appreciated us or not. Then they all start walking out then Zubs, this is why you act like a maniac. This is, this is the value in, in being seen as a little erratic high energy because daddy magic gives no, he hasn't said anything yet. And on the out the door, he says, he gives Jericho a look. And he's like, and Jericho goes, you think this was easy? And he's like, yeah, it actually looked really easy. Figure this out fast. I'm like, no screaming, no gimmick. One out of seven intensity, but in doing so, seven out of seven intensity. I, I thought, I thought good work by everybody here, but really, Daddy Magic, like cashing in on something at a good time. I thought, Zoobs, what do you think on this segment? I mean,
1: channel favorite has a has an emote, has a, a subscriber dice? badge, has a uh, alert. We are you know he don't have to sell us on on the value of daddy magic Matman art uh um, no, shut up couldn't Dad agree Matt. more we, we we had that when he had the really passionate one when he got hurt in blood and guts last year Cut right in blood I forgot um, about that a great he's he's, he's gifted at it uh, i think similar to mjf in in that way of, of like when you're really really great at it it's not it's not one song you can play you can you can go right you, the whole scale up and down when you foot on the gas as much or as little as you need it i think uh a really valuable tool and i agree with you um intensity is not a one to seven intensity seven intensity one to seven uh volume loudness right. really, yeah. really effective really good
0: oh uh, i don't want to talk too much about this next match because i thought it was i thought it was pretty bad uh brit baker versus ty valkyrie I just thought it was bad. I just didn't I didn't think this was TV quality the crowd didn't either the the jaded Taya attempts is probably the worst move I've seen on television in a while uh, I've seen both these people have great matches uh, they just it wasn't tonight whatever it was but yeah I, I didn't I didn't like any of this what would you think here
1: so we're coming up on 200 episodes of this show and they the women's division is 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 nowhere to be found yeah, and and we were frankly a, a, apologists for this for like a hundred episodes, where we were like, "Hey, you need to build the roster out. Give them some time. They're going to figure it out. They're they have they're going to get the talent, and we're going to we're nowhere closer than we were a hundred episodes ago, one hundred and fifty episodes ago. Rio and Sheeta were giving us a more coherent plan for sure for women's wrestling than we currently have. It's 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 crazy when you see of how and we." we We like very rarely do we make any sort of comparisons to New York here. We are sort of out of sight out of mind. But you can't deny that several of their biggest stars are women. Just like they've they've cracked it. Whether you think it's a great division or not, someone tells you that they're a big fan of the company, they say, Who are your favorites? They're also going to name women. They're also Bianca Belair
0: will be in there. Becky Lynch will be in there.
1: Becky Lynch. Rhea Ripley, like they've there's new ones, there's old ones, there's ones that feel huge and they've done some good stuff right willow is a great story willow athena main evented roh that's great which was on dynamite man we had had nothing there was nothing going on they they sort of had the outcast was a sort of thing that was like it didn't really have a coherent direction but at least it was
2: uh,
1: this person doesn't like this person and it's a, a bigger thing but like man they're so far away from a coherent compelling division here it's dispiriting because they have brought in a ton of a ton of talent
0: there's t- a very talented roster there's lots of people to pick from well that's what drives me so crazy about it Zoobs, is it's not for lack of great talent like okay like you said athena and willow right there we saw it at roh th- this past friday match of the night the incredible wrestlers uh where's Amy sakura we, we get the outcasts most weeks, but we don't get Tony Storm singles matches most weeks. Like, where's Tony Storm? We know Jamie Hayter's injured. Completely understand that. Hikaru Shida, Riho. Like, there, are, there are plenty of people. Where's Chris Statlander, who just won the title? The, there's people who I like to watch wrestle, but then you get them sort of sporadically. or the And then the Tony Khan not always wanting to make the matchup thing plays. So it's like they're, they're wrestling Anna Jay or they're wrestling somebody who they probably haven't had a ton of ring hours with. And it just, they don't get a chance to have a spotlight. And then you get something like this tonight. And it's like, who's winning here, man? Like this, this is, it's hard to blame the competitors. And then, you know, me I give the crowds crap sometimes. Like where, where was the crowd on this one? Like this was good. I'd have been sitting on my hands too. Like this match was just very, uh, underwhelming.
1: It's tough, man. they they've been done no favors. Um, some some chats putting in this. There's been stuff on rampage. That's part of the problem. Putting in a rampage is part of the problem. Just, oh god! And the, the and, rampage
0: this week looks looks
1: awful. And but just but having you got
2: collision.
1: And just having the matches is like is not enough. Uh, Two hundred episodes in. There's you should have a deep division with more than you know. I mean, Ocas and Sheeta again. It was only it was only one story in the whole division is, is the outcaster okay. here and they're annoying. Yeah. Um, and we still
0: haven't gotten like the homegrowns teaming up big moment where I think Jade Cardgill should come back and then complete that. Like it all feels so stretched out. Now, I suspect they want Soraya to be able to pay this all off at all in in England. I understand that. But then you got to start it later. You have to figure out a road that makes more sense than, well, some weeks they just won't be there. It's like, it's, I don't know. Uh, we're just getting mm-hmm. nothing. Is that That's just, you know just seems like we're getting nothing in in this division.
1: Again, 200 episodes in, which is just like crazy. Just crazy to think with the amount of people that they brought in.
0: Luckily, the next thing we got was the Nyla Rose promo. We both like her promos uh, quite a bit. It's on Sheeta. They have a match this this Friday on Rampage. I think that's a setup for Sheeta to be in there against uh, Tony Storm and crew again. But yeah, I was disheartened at the end of this match. It's just like, no one's, this isn't serving anything here. Yeah. Give it a shot. Try. Give us something. Anyway. Then we get a bunch of promos from some tag teams who are all in a tag team battle royale. I'm I'm remembering why I gave this a four zoops. Finally, a battle royale. <laughs> not just a battle royale. I I think as little as I like battle royales. Let me tell you. I'm promising you right now. If, if I'm wrong about this, you can come. You can come back. Next Wednesday, can say Jay Z, you're the dumbest guy ever. Why would I ever watch this show? You you don't know a thing. If I'm wrong, and I'm going to make a very specific prediction. Wow. And and hold me to this. Come back next Wednesday. This Friday's tag team battle royale at some point in the match is going to have six or more guys doing literally nothing. (laughs) And and let's let's make the parameters very clear. I guess I shouldn't say literally nothing. They won't be standing like statues. They, they, they won't be not breathing. They'll be doing sort of this, looking around, lying down, rolling. Because the tag team battle royale is too much. It's too, you can't have 20 guys in a ring. You can't do it. It's, it's only a 20, what, 24 by 24 ring. It's just not, not built for uh, anything. The teams, though, encouraging. Big Bill and Brian Cage together here, which I think we were big fans of their last union. Excited to see that continue. All ego, Certainly. Ethan Page and Isaiah Cassidy, whose promo I thought was fine here. Uh, Jay and Satnam Singh. I think Satnam is in the battle royale. If this promo is to be believed, seen so that seeing, way, yeah. So seeing Satnam wrestle, that that's sort of cool. The Hardy Boys are in this. I thought Jeff seemed alive in the promo, which is nice. <laughs> and then they announced also for Rampage, and you just got to shout it. Out. You just got to. You have to shout this out. Scorpio Sky versus Kip Sabian.
1: That is ramp that's Rampage, baby. Dark is on Rampage now. That's what this is facts.
0: <laughs> that is the bottom of the card right there, folks. You have it defined.
2: I think Kip Sabian is my least favorite wrestler of all time.
0: Wow. 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 Matt doesn't even care that Jimmy Snooker killed people. That's nuts.
2: No kidding. Mine is Chris Benoit. Obviously. I was gonna say there's been some <laughs> I think what Kip does is worse. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, anyway, that's what I have, Paige, and we move on to our main event of the evening. It's the best friends versus the Lucha Brothers versus a very good pairing of BCC, uh, Mox and Claudio. We always like when these guys wrestle together; bring like a very different sort of thing to the to the ring. I have a theory that John Moxley likes working Chuck Taylor's. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Let me say that. Well, first of all, cause I'm me. And then secondly, <laughs> because all over this match on the ramp, they're brawling for the whole beginning of this match. It's Chuck and Mox. And you know who gets the better of the exchange at the end of it? Who throws who off the ramp?
1: Gotta be Chuck. The gentleman,
0: the Kentucky gentleman sends Mox flying, and then goes down to save Trent. Of course that anchor. Um, I want to shout out one sequence in the middle of this match that is something, you know me, sometimes I complain about the musical chairs thing. It turns out if it's done like expertly, I can actually just like find it deeply impressive as they do a sequence in ring that goes so offense and the outside. A Phoenix to Claudio to Trent to Mox to Chuck to Penta back to Claudio back to Ray Phoenix, like a perfect circle of beating each other up. You have to get out of bed for that. That That's exciting to see. And the crowd realized it, I think, too, once they were back to Claudio and Rey fighting. I think they, they realized that the circle had been completed. And I think those two are a blast together. Of course, they faced off tag team and singles action before. The best friends hit a double pile driver spot. That actually got a great reaction, I got excited, too. But ultimately, the Lucha brothers do pick up the win here. Zub, did you enjoy this match? And on top of that... Sort of a reminder how strong the Lucha Brothers are booked in AEW when they are together as like a two-person tag team.
1: I thought it was okay. I don't know. Uh, I, this sort of fell into what I had a problem with a bunch of the show with. I was just like, I think this is just kind of happening on my screen uh, mm. without any real, you know, you just had this tag. All these tag teams are fighting. for the, And then here's three other tag teams that are fighting for essentially nothing. Yeah, sure. Uh, we also have, you know, MJF and Cole, these tag teams at the top of the card fighting FDR. Like, we we'll also have we we'll also have six other guys with nothing really going anywhere. Um, didn't help it for me. I just I had a I had a bit of a I think that hurt it for me. It was like I had a bit of a lack of interest of like this in general. Like sure. I, I, again, there is something that feels
0: house showy about it's it. It's a
1: classic AEW. Like everybody involved can't say a bad word about any of the wrestlers. Can't say a bad word about any of the wrestling. Just sort of can't piece together what my hook was supposed to be because we are past the Rubicon of it's cool guys that you like doing wrestling for me. So that,
0: yeah. This- I think We've all sort of made that clear after the brawl out that that honeymoon period had ended for you and I,
1: every guy on the roster is a cool guy that I like who wrestles. Well, that's the whole, there's like a hundred of those guys now on the roster. So it's, I, I'm going to need a little bit more to get in the door and to be tossing out. This is unbelievable sort of stuff um oc did feel like a big deal coming down I yeah give, i would give that of, agreed they, they, they did a good job as much as the show did feel as i called it off the top skippable there is some nice a pair of nice curtailing here with uh the guys in the opening match ending up having defining moments in the back half of the show right you have air yeah, totally. fox has a big moment that stems out of his actions at the beginning as does oc that the 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 show does curtain nicely in that, and then that is sort of a aesthetically pleasing to see and go through so that's a great shout there from gritchy there
0: totally agree get hard stay hard saying that sequence was a human centipede situation yeah that's no yeah that's it's true w- would you have been more or less into it if claudia was shitting in ray phoenix's mouth
1: i had to i'd have to see it i'd have to yeah. see it to accurately i don't want to misrepresent my feelings on that
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i understand seems maybe we could maybe we could write a date to tweet that to them yeah maybe next time you can time draw, you as can as draw well. it
2: you build something up you in your mind it. for so long. It's like you got it. Yeah. You, don't, you don't know if you're overhyping it.
1: It's like Okada Danielson, right? You're like, how could it possibly <laughs> not be great? And you see, it like, yeah, all right, It was fine.
0: <laughs> get Vince Russo in here. See if we get a shit in mouth match going. Okay, great. Uh, and Zooms, so that was Dynamite, my least favorite episode in a while, but I didn't feel like it was a giant waste of time or anything. It just felt sort of listless. Yeah, it happened. We watched it at the end. And that will do it for tonight's episode of the AE Double Dudes Dynamite Review portion. Matt and I will do a post-show show show that is not about wrestling. We can chat about whatever we damn well please. But if you're looking for more hard-hitting wrestling analysis, that is not to be found here tonight as we say goodnight to the man of 100 likes.